Good morning and welcome to Kingdom Testimony Podcast, where we are talking about and anticipating the coming kingdom of Jesus Christ. Today is Tuesday, August 31st, 2021. So we are going to pick up where we left off on the book of Enoch, 1st Enoch, chapter 50 is where we are. Uh, and we'll just get right into it. First, I just want to say we had a beautiful rain last night or this morning. I live in the high desert in Arizona. And it's it doesn't rain here often. But we've had a pretty wet summer and it's it's just beautiful. There's the trees are flowering again. It's like it's spring in late summer. There's yellows and pinks and purples and reds and oranges and, and just the wildflowers everywhere. I live out in the country. And it's just, it smells so fresh and clean. It's just really good. Um, a little bit more about me, maybe. I am from Minnesota, and some people can still hear the accent, Minnesota, can still hear the accent. Um, I thought I had lost a lot of it, but I, yeah, I was born and raised in Minnesota. I left there when I was in my 30s. I think I was 33. Yeah, 33 when I left there and moved to Arizona, lived in several towns around in Arizona, never in Phoenix or Tucson, none of the big cities, but lived in uh, the middle-sized cities and um, loved it. You know, I love the heat. I love the season changes that we still get up in the high desert and but back in 2008 I went back so we left uh, we left Minnesota in 96 and then in 2008 I was living here and I went back to Minnesota to help take care of my mom whose health was failing and so in 2008 I did that, came back here 2009. I got a job transfer up there to continue help taking care of her. And then came back and then went back up there for about seven or eight years. And then I just got back here in 2019. So I've just kind of been long-term snowbirding it. And uh, although I did spend a lot of winters up there, so... That's just a little bit more about me. So me and my daughter came back here in 2019 for good. And I had property here out in the country that was just sitting empty. And so that's what I've been doing. I've been, uh, I put up a small cabin and just a shell. And then uh, I didn't build the shell, but I've been finishing out the inside and 
And so maybe I'll just, you know, here and there give you a little bit of tidbits about what's going on with me. <clears throat> but, um, so this is the second, I'm going on the second year up here. April of 2020, I moved up here. And uh, now I'm about coming up on a year and a half. And it's it's been a, it's been interesting between the, rattlesnakes and the tarantulas and the found a brown recluse in my sink a few weeks ago and I'll tell you what if you don't like if you don't want spiders and bugs on the inside of your house do that fogger stuff every other month that'll take care of it I can't have exterminator people drive all the way out here I'm 40 minutes from the closest town so anyway Let's get on with Enoch. Chapter 50. <clears throat> and in those days, a change shall take place for the holy and elect. Remember, in those days is uh, during the Great Tribulation. So in those days, a change shall take place for the holy and elect. And the light of days shall abide upon them, and glory and honor shall turn to the holy. On the day of affliction, on which evil shall have been treasured up against the sinners. Okay, so this is on the day of affliction, on which evil shall have been treasured up against the sinners. Sounds like that's uh, the uh, days of wrath. And the righteous shall be victorious in the name of the Lord of spirits, and he will cause the others to witness this, that they may repent and forego the works of their hands. I do have to stop <clears throat> right there, okay? If a change takes place for the holy and elect, and the light of days abides upon them, and glory and honor turns to the holy on the day of affliction, on the evil, The first three and a half years of the Great Tribulation is judgment. It's the seals. It's the purifying of the saints. It's taking the bride out to the wilderness and getting her ready and uh, protecting, shielding, that sort of thing. The, the Great Tribulation is personal to one person as it is to almost 8 billion people. That's how big God is. So what is taking place during the first three and a half years is judgment. It's, it's, and let's not always look at judgment like it's <clears throat> condemnation because it, judgment is not condemnation. Judgment is a judging. It is the Lord saying, okay, I have seen your life up until this point, And you, my friend, are lucky enough to be living in the days when I will return. So I have been examining your life. And he's saying this to every single individual on the earth. I am examining your life 
And this is where you fall short. Remember the book of Revelations where he's talking to the seven churches? And this I have against you, but he who does this and that and overcomes shall take part and all of those. He's talking to like seven different types of people, if you will, Christians. During the first three and a half years, he is going to be examining and reproving and rebuking and encouraging and and speaking and doing all kinds of things in the lives of the believers. And during this time, Satan knows he has a short time. During this time, evil will abound. And so this is our time. The first three and a half years, whether it started or not, is the church's time. And being judged by God is only a bad thing if you're in rebellion to him. Otherwise, it's only for your benefit. It's only for your redemption. We should want to be judged by God, should we not? Because once we leave this earth, either if we die or if we're carried into the new millennium still here, he's going to determine our rewards, our assignments, you know, where our so-called mansion is by his judgment of us here. I want to be judged. I want to be judged. Now, the evil and the wicked who are storing up great wrath for the day of his wrath, they believe in God but their God is Satan. They know, every being on this earth knows there is a God who has a standard of righteousness. If, if people are atheists, it's their label they've chosen. Everyone knows there's a God. There's no labels with God. So <clears throat> I just kind of wanted to make that clear. The judgment time is, it should be a good time for all of us to be aware of what God is doing for us, what he wants to do for us, okay? So in the day of affliction in verse 2 of chapter 50, that sounds like the wrath because that's when everything's going to be turned around. God is done separating his sheep from his goats and his wheats from his tares. And God's going to turn around and say, okay, remember in the, in the chapters we just read, the judgment that is carried out, now this is punishment judgment, that is carried out on the wicked is in our hands. We do it. We get, we get to watch it. Actually, God does it. We get to watch. We, we get to participate. It's like watching a movie or a play. You're not just a spectator, you're a participator. They wouldn't put that thing on if there was no watchers. You know, like I just heard earlier, there's, you're sewing into what you watch and what you participate in. So you become a part of it. Um, okay, so on the day of affliction, all of a sudden the wrath, everything turns around onto the heads of the wicked. 
And it says the righteous shall be victorious in the name. That Remember, the name is the character and image of the Lord of Spirits. And he will cause the others to witness this, that they may repent and forego the works of their hands. All the way up until the, until the judgment day, the final day, there may be a chance for even like the Jeffrey Dahmers of the world. Verse 3, they shall have no honor through the name of the Lord of Spirits, yet through his name they shall be saved. And the Lord of Spirits will have compassion on them, for his compassion is great. Okay, he's talking about the wicked that repent at the end. Remember the parable, the wages of the ones who come in on the 11th hour will be the same as the wages as the ones who are there all day? Doesn't sound fair. But for any who repents in the last hour, <clears throat> God can see their heart. If they're truly repentant, they get salvation. Now, what, what they actually get after they get salvation is to be determined because we don't know that part. Verse 4, And he is righteous also in his judgment, and in the presence of his glory, unrighteousness also shall not maintain itself. At his judgment, the unrepentant shall perish before him. Okay, the only ones who don't want to be judged are the unrepentant. And from henceforth I will have no mercy on them, saith the Lord of Spirits. Okay, that's the end of chapter 50. 51. And in those days shall the earth also give back that which has been entrusted to it. And Sheol also shall give back that which it has received. And hell shall give back that which it owes. For in those days the elect one shall arise, and he shall choose the righteous and holy from among them. For the day has drawn nigh that they should be saved. That's interesting. Wow. Hmm. Not only that alone. And the elect one shall in those days sit on my throne, and his mouth shall pour forth all the secrets of wisdom and counsel. For the Lord of spirits hath given them to him, and hath glorified him. And in those days shall the mountains leap like rams, and the hills also shall skip like lambs satisfied with milk. And the faces of all the angels in heaven shall be lighted up with joy, and the earth shall rejoice, and the righteous shall dwell upon it, and the elect shall walk thereon. So this renewed earth down here, the elect walk, the righteous and holy walk on the earth. And it's interesting because um, some people think that everyone's taken, either during the Great Tribulation, you know, the, the first three and a half years, the saints are taken, the last three and a half years, the wicked are destroyed. The only time the earth was without form and void was in Genesis at the creation. So this isn't the end of all things. The decay in, from sin and rot and wickedness and all of that will be wiped off 
the face of the earth. But people will still be here. You know, a lot of people say, well, I haven't done all the things that I want to do. You know, I've, I haven't been able to, you know, I wanted to have more kids. I wanted to have this or that job. I always felt like that was my calling and I don't know what my purpose in life is. We're, this isn't the end. It's, it's the end of life as we know it. It's the end of wickedness. You know, and if, and if you're sad about that ending, I just I don't know what to say for you. All right, so chapter 52. And after those days in that place where I had seen all the visions of that which is hidden, for I had been carried off in a whirlwind, whirlwind and they had borne me towards the west. There mine eyes saw all the secret things of heaven that shall be, a mountain of iron and a mountain of copper, and a mountain of silver and a mountain of gold, and a mountain of soft metal and a mountain of lead. And I asked the angel who went with me, saying, What things are these which I have seen in secret? And he said unto me, All these things which thou hast seen shall serve the dominion of his anointed, that he may be potent and mighty on the earth. Ooh, that's interesting. <clears throat> so the resources aren't going anywhere. That's what the, ele the, the elite, uh, they wish they were the elect, the elite are fighting over is resources. All the gold and silver and blah, 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 and things they can make more technologies with, with the secrets from the fallen watchers. It's like, no, honey, sorry. That stuff's all for us. It's not for you. Um, okay. It's for, it's for to serve the dominion of his anointed. That he may be potent and mighty on the earth. <coughs> Excuse me. And that angel of peace answered, saying unto me, Wait a little, and there shall be revealed unto thee all the secret things which surround the Lord of Spirits. And these mountains which thine eyes have seen, the mountain of iron and the mountain of copper and the mountain of silver and the mountain of gold and the mountain of soft metal and the mountain of lead, all these shall be in the presence of the elect one as wax before the fire and like the water which streams down from above upon those mountains and they shall become powerless before his feet. Ooh. Oh, yeah, he's going to melt all that stuff away. It won't be needed. Well, it'll be in his care if it is needed. Okay, wait. Wait, 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 wait. wait. And it shall come to pass in those days that none shall be saved, either by gold or by silver, and none shall be able to escape. Oh, yeah, that's um, in Psalms somewhere, your gold and silver can, it will not save you. Yeah, and there shall be no iron for war, nor shall one clothe oneself with a breastplate. Bronze shall be of no service. And tin shall be of no service, and shall not be esteemed, and lead shall not be desired. Okay. And all these things shall be denied and destroyed from the surface of the earth, when the elect one shall appear before the face of the Lord of Spirits. 
Oh, so all that stuff they're fighting over right now, the minerals, won't be needed. That's interesting. Maybe it's going to be like it was, you know, like when it was in the garden. You know, if you, if you want to build a house, you just do it with, like, clay. I don't know. Okay, chapter 53. There mine eyes saw a deep valley with open mouths. And all who dwell on the earth and sea and island shall bring to him gifts and presents and tokens of homage. But that deep valley shall not become full. And their hands shall commit lawless deeds, and the sinners devour all whom lawlessly they lawlessly oppress. Yet the sinners shall be destroyed before the face of the Lord of Spirits, and they shall be banished from off the face of, the, of his earth, and they shall perish forever and ever. wonder what will happen to his law if the lawless are gone. For I saw the angels of punishment abiding there and preparing all the instruments of Satan. And I asked the angel of peace who went with me, For whom are they preparing these instruments? And he said unto me, They prepare these for the kings and the mighty of this earth, that they may be thereby, that they may thereby be destroyed. And after this the righteous and elect one shall cause the house of his congregation to appear. Henceforth they shall henceforth they shall be no more hindered in the name of the Lord of Spirits. And these mountains shall not stand as the earth before his righteousness, but the hills shall be as a fountain of water, and the righteous shall have rest from the oppression of sinners. There's a lot of symbolism there. A lot. All right. Or it could be totally literal. I don't know. Chapter 54, And I looked and turned to another part of the earth, and saw there a deep valley with burning fire. And they brought the kings and the mighty, and began to cast them into this deep valley. And there mine eyes saw how they made these their instruments, iron chains of immeasurable weight. And I asked the angel of peace who went with me, saying, For whom are these chains being prepared? And he said unto me, These are being prepared for the hosts of Azazel so that they may take them and cast them into the abyss of complete condemnation, and they shall cover their jaws with rough stones, as the Lord of Spirits commanded. And Michael and Gabriel and Raphael and Phanuel shall take hold of them on that great day and cast them on that day into the burning furnace, that the Lord of Spirits may take vengeance on them for their unrighteousness in becoming subject to Satan and leading astray those who dwell on the earth. Yeah, Michael, Gabriel, Raphael, and Faniel, that's the, the four voices. Remember he was talking about the four voices back here somewhere? They're the four lead angels. And in those days shall punishment come from the Lord of Spirit. And he will open all the chambers of waters which are above the heavens and of the fountains which are beneath the earth. You know where I'm going with there. Remember in Genesis, he separated the waters which are above 
from the waters which are beneath and put a firmament between them. Yeah, firmament is still there. There's waters beneath. The center of the earth is not all magma. There's waters beneath. However you want to interpret that. And all the water shall be joined with the water. That which is above the heavens is the masculine, and the water which is beneath the earth is the feminine. That's cool. The masculine and the feminine will be joined together, the bridegroom and the bride. Cool. And they shall destroy all who dwell on the earth and those who dwell under the ends of the heaven. And when they have recognized their unrighteousness, which they have wrought on the earth, then by these shall they perish. So anything in between is going to be destroyed. So it, it seems to me that at that time, the repentant, um, there still is the, those verses in Corinthians about, in Thessalonians, how we will be in the twinkling of an eye and um, he will gather his elect from one end of the heavens to the other. When God washes this whole earth clean with his waters that are above and below, it's going to be taking, like taking a snow globe and just shaking the crap out of it to wash it clean. You know how when you have a dirty bucket or a dirty bowl, sometimes I'll put the lid back on and, and with soap and water inside and just shake it, you know, so that it, it gets really clean, like a dishwasher. Um, <clears throat> washing machine, more like a washing machine. So he's going to do the washing machine on the, um, on the earth. He's going to whirlpool this earth. And it's at that point, those, I believe, who are going to be living on the earth, they will have to be removed and set aside so that he can cleanse the earth. So we meet with Jesus in the air this whole earth gets a shaking and a cleansing and a washing and a rinse cycle and then he brings us back but those under the earth they stay under the earth I believe there is a chamber like a pit where his cleansing can't go because it says I mean they're, they're, they're there forevermore banished from off the face of the earth and they shall perish forever and ever you know that's that's it and thereby destroyed so do they do do people suffer in hell forever I don't know do they suffer there just until the judgment you know, is that appears to be right before the millennium reign, millennial reign. <clears throat> you know, are, are the ones gnashing their teeth? I'm very 
pleasant to talk about, but are the ones gnashing their teeth, are they going to get to come back in repentance after the judgment? Don't know. But there is a place. Uh, the angels of punishment abiding there, preparing the instruments of Satan, blah, blah, blah. They are destroyed. The sinners shall be destroyed before the face of the Lord of Spirits, and they shall be banished from off the face of his earth and perish forever and ever. You know, what? what how are they using the word perish? You know, is that a continual thing or... Like it says, destroyed, gone, done. It sounds like they're done. Which, God in his mercy, that would be good. Because, you know, I don't, even my worst enemy, except for Satan and the demons, I don't want them, any humans, to be, you know, tormented forever. And... That's out of a heart of love, and God is love, so I don't know. Alrighty, uh, let's see. We're at chapter 55. How long is it? It's short. Let's do that one. And after that, the head of days repented and said, In vain have I destroyed all who dwell on the earth. And he swore by his great name, henceforth, I will not do so to all who dwell on the earth, and I will set a sign in the heaven. And this shall be a pledge of good faith between me and them forever, so long as heaven is above the earth. And this is in accordance with my command. When I have desired to take hold of them by the hand of the angels on the day of tribulation and pain because of this, I will cause my chastisement and my wrath to abide upon them, saith God, the Lord of spirits, ye mighty kings who dwell on the earth, ye shall have to behold mine elect one, how he sits on the throne of glory and judges Azazel and all his associates, that's the 200, and all his hosts in the name of the Lord of spirits. So they're going to forever be looking upon uh, Jesus Christ. A man slash divine person, you know, because the angels, okay, the fallen angels wanted to make a, a Jesus, basically. They wanted to make beings. Now, they knew if, if Enoch knew... The angels know that there would be a divine man named Jesus Christ that would save all of humanity. They knew this. So they came down, Genesis 6. They, they, the fallen angels came down and they're like, let's make ourselves a bunch of little quotation marks divine men. I'm assuming they only had males, how they pulled that off. Maybe there was giant women. I don't know. Uh, there could be, well, Jezebel, the, the spirit of Jezebel, that 
attached to a woman. Maybe maybe there's female demons. Who knows? There was there there the angels are not male nor female, but when you have sex with humans, you're going to produce a male or a female. You know, species or whatever. Jesus was born a male in the image of God. So God is a male. I read a book where they kept saying, she, she, God is she. And it's like, no, dude, no, no. Adam was made first. Birds, come on. Adam was made first. Jesus, the second Adam, male. So anyway, that's what they wanted to do. They wanted to make their own little divine humans. And and it it backfired basically. They had to watch their children whether they really had a heart for them or not drown in the flood. You know, and they've been ever since They've been trying to experiment on how to bring them back, how to give a body to a demon. That's why they do the possession, the demon possession of people. They want a body, and that will be the, the Antichrist. I heard something interesting, and I'll just leave, leave you with this. This person, whom I respect, um not saying I agree or disagree. I really don't know. This person was saying there is no Antichrist specific man. Like, I don't know if it was Paul or Peter that said there are Antichrists on the earth. And he who comes, the son of perdition, which we know that was Judas also, but they say at the end times, Judas was called the son of perdition. Um, and that was one of Jesus's 12 that he lost, um, to Satan. Okay. So in the end times, the son of perdition, another one, is that going to be someone that Jesus considers as a lost sheep? You know, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying now the Antichrist is supposedly um, completely overtaken by Satan. How is he going to do this? You know, it's, it's all very interesting. But this one person, this lady that um, I know was saying, well, I don't know her. I, I follow her, like, messages. But she, she was saying it's the, it's the spirit of Antichrist that comes into the wicked that are running this whole new world order thing. The Great Reset or whatever. It's, it's not one particular person. And I want to also say, like the two witnesses showing up at the Wailing Wall in that Left Behind movie, you know, and the Antichrist being this one particular guy. And it's like, you know, I just don't know if that's how that's going to go down. Any more than there are real locusts and scorpions that are going to fall out of the sky with faces 
of men and long hair. Is this all, you know, physically, literally going to happen? Or are these depictions, he said there will be signs in the heavens, you know, are these are these signs and symbols and depictions? Okay, so like, all right. <clears throat> and if you don't, you know, I'm done with Enoch, so if you don't want to go on in this thread, you can be done with the with a recording right now. But he, this is really interesting about the two witnesses. They're Elijah and Moses. Um, and the reason they are believed to be Elijah and Moses is because of the plagues, and they can call fire down from heaven. The only ones who could do that, control the plagues, and call fire down from heaven was Moses and Elijah. And... In, in those days, if I can take a term from Enoch, during the Great Tribulation, at whatever point during those seven years, um, God's remnant, his chosen elect ones, will be able, they will have dominion. I can't use the word dominion. That's not till later. They will have the ability to command whether they can stop the rain, start the rain like Elijah could. They can protect the people from plagues like Moses did. And yeah, maybe call fire down from heaven. Maybe. You know, so it's just kind of keep in mind, these could be people groups. You know, Jacob, Israel, was a man. Israel is God's people. You know, it's given on the name of one person, you know, like people in the spirit and power of Elijah, like John the Baptist was. These could be a people group. It could be the 144,000 firstfruits that are these people groups, the sealed. You know, we don't know, we're not going to know until it all unfolds, but... I'm not necessarily sure we're looking at one particular guy to pop up. You know, it, the nation of Israel is waiting for their Messiah. And in the last couple of years, they've already proclaimed several people to be their Messiahs, and then they just fade away. You know, and, and these rabbis all flock around them, and this is the Messiah, and then... And then he just kind of fades out of the news. I mean, the, the false messiah wouldn't fade out of the news. It's like a huge machine pushing forward. It's, it's a momentum. It's a snowball rolling downhill. It's, a, it's like a momentum that's building, 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 building. So I just want to leave you with that. It could be a man. Little G God, Satan, in a man, that everybody on earth is like, listen to this guy. You know, <clears throat> it could be the CDC. It could be <clears throat> um, the papacy. It could be the, the 
uh, Freemason, Illuminati organization. It could be, you know, Klaus Schwab or the Rockefellers. We, you know, it could be anything. Just be on your guard. And I'm going to leave it there. Just things to think about. That's really all I'm here for, is to give us things to think about. So, um, do your own research. Pray, 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 pray. Read the scripture. Worship God. And find time today. Um, if it is, Even if it's just like 15 minutes or 5 minutes. Just to get alone with them. You know, maybe in the toilet. I don't know if you have kids and busy jobs, people around you constantly. But everybody deserves 5, 10, 15 minutes by themselves. You know, go spend that time with the Lord. So we'll pick this up again tomorrow. Have a blessed day.